0: Welcome to episode 978 of The Sleeper in the Bust. It is Monday, September 13th. I'm your host, Paul Spohr, joined this afternoon by Justin Mason. Justin, good afternoon, sir.
1: Good afternoon. How you doing?
0: I am well. How was your weekend?
1: Uh, weekend was good. Watched uh, my Washington football team lose. Yep. Um, and uh, watching baseball.
0: I watched my Giants win. So that, that's always nice. That's, you've been doing a lot of that. This mm-hmm. year, watching the Giants win. Um, I watched the Lions do what they do. Always. Oh my uh, God! That take a game. The, the end of com- that game completely was completely out of. Yep, oh. and just uh, make it close. Like seriously, like the last what three four years they have do this literally every game, a game that you are just like it's completely over. Chalk it up for the other team, and they make it close, close but no cigar. Um, so yeah, uh, they're they're in mid season form. They're saying that uh,
1: this is this Lions Niners game is one of the worst bad beats in betting oh, history. Oh, from the betting... Yeah, because the Lions came back and covered. Yeah, it was a nine-point spread, and they, they lost by eight. Um, Tough. Yeah. It's almost insane. as
0: if that money doesn't count for you until the game's over. It's weird. It's it's insane. They've been, yeah. They just started this this year, right, where the game has to be over for it to count? Apparently. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah, the Lions, man. I don't know that I could bet... Lions games on or against them just because of what they do and and the covers that they come up with out of nowhere. I mean, I guess betting for them would you'd be part of those crazy covers, but uh, yeah, to take those bad beats would would be tough. But uh, yeah, we got some football in, a lot of baseball. Um, we even have a Monday afternoon game. It's a uh, it's a makeup. The Yankees are playing the Twins in a makeup game. Luis Heel got knocked around a bit, but he settled down. He's actually out there. Uh, He got getting through five. He gave up four in the first. He's given up five total, but five through five. And his pitch count is such where he might get the sixth. It's 78 pitches. He's gone as high as 90-something. So we'll see. But anyway, uh, we're going to talk some potential cuts, right? We're coming down to it. Uh, We're going to play an extended game of Holder Fold because at this time of year, you're able to start cutting guys that normally you would you would just give time to but now you're saying i need guys that can play if they're in a cold slump i gotta move on to a hot hand perhaps so there's gonna be some interesting guys there's some all-star at least one all-star on this list here um that you might consider cutting and so we're gonna we're gonna dive in and discuss it by the way our uh our streamers episode on friday was met well we will do that again this friday so to cover the weekend slate for the next couple weekends, we will uh, we will use that Friday episode to do that. But let's get into extended holder folding. Let's start with that all-star, Chris Taylor, who's had an overall great season, Justin. But uh, he's been sputtering of late. He has a four ninety-seven OPS in the last 28 days. I don't know why Baseball Reference does last 28 days instead of a calendar month. But either way, the point is, is that he's been struggling of late. And so, you have this great season, 20 homers, 13 steals, passable 258 average that you normally wouldn't think about cutting, but the struggles make it such that it's at least on the table you're going to hold or fold with Chris Taylor here down the stretch.
1: Yeah, I think I'm holding here. Um, It it has definitely been a struggle over the last month uh, or so, but he's still got three home runs, two stolen bases. Uh, he's still playing every day uh, in one of the best lineups in baseball. He's kind of slid down the lineup a little bit, batting more 7th uh, and s- some eighths too in there. But I- I'm not particularly worried.
0: He's, he's getting to a little bit, 216 BABIP over that time frame. Well, and in the month, it's 056 yeah. for, the- for the nine September games for Chris Taylor. So that is some severe, you know, rotten luck there. Um, and the Dodgers as a whole have been sputtering a bit offensively. Yeah, and, and so I mean,
1: the Dodgers have also been really banged up, and mm-hmm. so when they start giving guys extra days off to keep them healthy for the playoffs, Chris Taylor is going to be the guy who like covers everywhere. That's true he's because done all he season. can
0: play. He can play anywhere. I mean. I don't think he's never played catcher, but I wouldn't even be surprised if he could put on the gear and just jump back there for a little bit. Um, I'm inclined to hold as well. Too good of a player. I look at the 056 this month that tells me that he's in a real bad way and that he can kind of hit his way out of it. I just don't know that I'm going to find anything as dynamic on the wire, both with his positional flexibility and the power speed capability. Um, He's just performing so poorly. Figure he's worth talking about. But in the end, I think both of us got to stay true to Chris Taylor. All right, let's move on to our next guy then, Andrew Vaughn. Now, overall, uh, pretty much regardless of how it finishes, I'm going to say that I'm pretty pleased with how his season has gone because he's really battled. By the way, Luis Hino is back out for the sixth here, so we'll see if he can get through six and and kind of salvage a uh, a decent start here. Uh, not with the ERA, but if you get six innings and still eight or nine ninety-six. Ks. yeah, he's—I mean, he's still out there. So I'm—I'm uh, I'm impressed with that. But yeah, overall, I, I like the season that Andrew Vaughn has had. It's been basically been a league average type season. However, so many different times I thought he was about to turn the corner and really explode. It hasn't really happened. He's had some solid months. Pretty much that's, that's all he's had is just solid months left and right. Uh, his July stood out with an 863 OPS and four homers. Otherwise, he's been in the 700s with three or four homers, um, except for the homer-free April. And then so far this month, he's been Chris-Taylor in five games. He has an 063 Babbitt for the month. So it's been a little bit of a struggle for Vaughn uh, of late. 481 OPS, two homers in the last calendar month. Holder fold with Andrew Vaughn.
1: I mean, obviously, keeper dynasty leagues you're holding, but outside of that, I'm okay
0: dropping him. Do you have concerns that he didn't he hasn't played any of the last three days? Is that where some of your uh... well,
1: he's been he's been kind of a little bit banged up with I think some sort of leg issue. Okay, um, so I think so that's that the reason he's not playing. Time. But he's also like he gets more days off at, at times because you know he's not a good defender, <laughs> and they yeah. have guys and in the And DH. He's a
0: rookie too. Yeah, you know, might as well let him. Like they've got some guys who can come in and play the positions that that he's in. Um, Gavin Sheets is backup. Brian Goodwin's been a very capable fourth outfielder. Even Billy Hamilton's had fits uh, and starts of like decent work. Uh, and he's a, definitely a quality defender still. So they've got guys that can come fill in where Andrew Vaughn plays. You might as well give the Rook a, a, a few breathers here. He's he's held he's held his own for a rookie. But for fantasy wise, it's been pretty pretty modest.
1: Yeah. Um, funny enough, uh, I just found this out this uh, this last week. Uh, my, my wife works with his dad. He he's local to this area. Really? He, he went to high school, you know, a mile down the road from me.
0: So I knew he went to Cal. So I knew he was in the uh, mm-hmm. in the state. But obviously, that doesn't necessarily. He went to Maria
1: Corio High School in in, in, in Santa Rosa. Say that again.
0: Maria Carrillo High School. Uh, and Santa Rosa. I thought I thought it rhymed perfectly. I thought you said Maria Correa, which would have been really funny, but Maria <laughs> Correa is still pretty good. So uh, yeah, that's that's pretty neat. But I really love Andrew Vaughn. Um, I got to be honest, I'm going to be drafting him everywhere next year because I think th- there's going to be hype on him. I don't think I'm stealing him or sneaking him, but I don't think it's going to be an overcharged price. Um, I think it's going to be one of those where he is a wide awake sleeper. People are going to be calling him a sleeper, and he's absolutely not. But I don't think it'll be egregious to where he's like a top 50 price.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, I'll be interested to see where he goes. Uh, Second 50?
0: 50, the 51 through 100 range?
1: I'd be surprised if he even goes that high. I think I'm. I'm. think he's everywhere. like 100 to 150
0: kind of area. Okay, then I'm, yeah, then I'm literally getting him in every draft. If yeah. that's the case with Andrew Vaughn, but I anyway, mean, if, I do agree. with... If he, with
1: were, if he were to play six more games at first base, he becomes really interesting. And in, you know, if he can get that first base eligibility coming into next year,
0: that would be very. Nice.
1: Right now, he's outfield only. Um, so in Yahoo, he'll have first base eligibility because he's got yeah. 14 games there. But in in every other format, uh, I think he will likely, um, likely be Ooh interesting though he's got one game at third and and 14 games at first
0: um could get corner in some situations in, in towers it's 15 yeah. games so he
1: has a game
0: at second i didn't know he played a full game at second yeah i like i like one game must eligibility bad after the magical it. injury for ALNL only, I, th- I like one-game eligibility. It, it creates mm-hmm. some wonky stuff like that, but the everything's so sparse in those leagues that I think it's it's worth, you know, like, okay, yeah, somebody has Andrew Vaughn at second base. Uh, that's fine. There, there's enough craziness that goes on um, there. But, yeah, overall, uh, for all the high praise, I am okay cutting Andrew Vaughn here. He's not adding so much the rest of the way, uh, losing time. Modest output. There's outfielders out there, especially in shallow or 10s and 12s, that you can go for um, over Andrew Vaughn. What about his teammate, his, his new teammate earlier this summer, uh, in Cesar Hernandez? Who, I mean, you don't even have, you just use the cutoff of him going to the White Sox. He had an interesting power explosion this year with 18 homers with Cleveland and about a league average OPS plus with them. He only has three homers and a 59 OPS plus with the White Sox. So he's been dreadful in 38 games with his new club, which means he probably should have been cut even before this. But let's say you held on to this point because you've been looking at the full numbers instead of uh, the uh, White Sox splits. Are you moving on from Cesar Hernandez here down the stretch? Yeah,
1: I mean, I think you have to. He, he's had one home run um, since like the beginning of August. Like he, yeah, he had, I mean, he had a home run really on the has... sixth and the seventh of August, and then he did he had another one the twenty sixth of August, and that's it for
0: them since he got traded. That, uh, I was gonna say that makes sense because if you look um, as a as a White Sox, he only has three, and he was traded like the day or two before the deadline.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh it's been pretty brutal. He's also hitting one ninety seven since the beginning of August. Um, yeah, I I can't. He's hitting ninth in that order most days now uh i, I just yeah there's no there's no reason to hold on to him kind of thank him for everything he did for you and move
0: on yep. to someone else yep some guys that are available in shower leagues that i'd be interested in um brad miller plays everywhere um he's in he's in another one of his hot streaks he has three or four of them every year it seems and they have a batch of righties this week the only lefty they face is rich hill at the end of the week so you can uh, get a lot of brad miller at bats um Luis Garcia from the Nats, Abraham yep. Toro, they're at 1% and 28% respectively on ESPN. We talked about our boy Nick Solak about a week ago, I believe. He's back up. So there's a lot of options. I think Cesar Hernandez is the easiest of the cuts that we've discussed. Here. Yep. Let's talk Trent Grisham, uh, who would be difficult to cut because it's Trent Grisham and and his well-regarded player, likely to get scooped right up, but he's definitely been... In a cold spell, 198 average, 596 OPS, three homers, and just two for four on the bases. That, those are his second-half numbers. So it really hasn't been there for Grisham. He is still leading off for the Padres, uh, very consistently batting first. His, he's only missed one game last week against the lefty, played the other game against the lefty, so he's not even a full platoon. Um But it's just not been going that well for him overall. His full season numbers, 242 average, 14 homers, 10 steals in 112 games. Still just 24. Uh, Obviously, next year will be his age 25 season. I still like him long term. But I think the name value is probably what's keeping him on a lot of rosters here. I think he is cuttable right now. I, I don't know that he's adding enough. That you have to bend over backwards to keep them in the shallower formats. By the way, most of this is 10s and 12s. I think in 15s, it's still too hard to cut guys like this because you're just not getting anything comparable. I
1: mean, I don't even have a problem necessarily cutting him in a 15, obviously, who, depending on who you're on, getting. Yeah, but yes. depending on who you're getting. Yeah, it's he has one stolen base since the beginning of August
0: that's my biggest concern was that like I said he's two for four in the second half and then you said what one in since August so yeah. then the other one the
1: other one came in like uh the 21st of July I believe
0: yeah that's I mean, that's brutal like, like that, and this that, is a guy scary. you were
1: banking on for you know close to 20 stolen bases um, yeah. yeah so and, and then it's also coming at you know an expensive average too he's, he's been hitting 228 since the beginning of uh August um yeah, I mean, there's not a ton of power either, only three home runs. Like, There's just, he is leading off, you know, a fair amount.
0: That was the one good aspect that I could find there was that he's still leading off. But, but he's got I don't four straight games average,
1: without sure. a hit or a or walk um, yeah. while leading off. we're parsing
0: off. small samples, but that's what we're doing down the stretch yeah, here. You're trying to play hot hands and get every little incremental stat that yeah, you can get. There's three
1: weeks left. that's what i'm saying yeah 21 days you know you got to make decisions here um and i I think that grisham is a guy that uh at some point you got to just go you know it's not working um you got to move on and get someone who might be able to give me something at the end
0: exactly so I, i think that's that. It's a hard guy to cut. He'll probably get picked up because of the name value. Mm -hmm. Let somebody else deal with it and you can move on because there's going to be there's going to be outfielders available, especially in the 10s and 12s. He'll be a nice buy
1: low next year.
0: Yeah, I think his price will be well. It'll be depressed, but he has some big backers. He's going to only be 25. I think there'll be a lot of rationalization for his season. And I'm not saying I necessarily disagree with it with regards to Trent Grisham. But I think there'll be a lot of rationalization of, like, don't give up on him. You know, a couple nagging injury-type deal. And then all of a sudden, people are going to be fully in. Here's an interesting thing. Fangraphs has him for 11 steals. Baseball Reference has him for 10. Do we know... Interesting. I've never, I've never seen a stolen base discrepancy. I don't think I've ever seen that either. I um, don't know. I'm, I'm not going to do the legwork right now to figure out where the difference is, but that's that's kind of odd, isn't it? That's that's very odd.
1: Anyway, we're moving on from Grisham. Did they get their stats from a different provider? Like
0: that's. I I, I, I would I, think they would be getting. Actually, a... you know what? I'm in now. Now I need to find out. Hang on, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll just sort by stolen bases on both game logs, and we can figure out where, where the extra SB is at here with Trent Grisham. So, how many caught stealings do they have? Uh, the same four that four? Okay. is 11 for 15, and then 10 for 14 on on B rep. So our game log goes in opposite order. So uh, 821, 721 are his last two. That's what we. Oh wait, 721. We have a steal that that Baseball Reference does not. That's, so I I don't know. That is I'm interesting. Gonna, I'm going to the game log right now or the uh, box score. Yeah, I don't I don't know. We have a steal that they don't. I found it instantly. Seven twenty one. Um, let me go to an independent. I know people are dying listening uh, to I'm going to MLB's box scores. Yeah, 721 is what you're looking for. I'm going to go to ESPN's. We'll go to two different independent sources. We'll see if we can find it. Now, there was a double header. Maybe that's causing some of the issue. Ah, I know exactly what it is. Oh, okay. Suspended game. And it hasn't been It, will it be hasn't been finished. 24. So it's not official We're yet. We're counting it. Baseball reference is not yet counting it. Ah, ah. This is that totally changes my answer. I'm keep no. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. He only has one stolen base so far, in
0: the second half now. Until this game goes in the books on the twenty fourth. Yeah. So what yeah, if it never goes uh... into the books? Oh man, completely complete game changer. <laughs> now, uh, so there there's the discrepancy. But we're moving on from Grisham. Are you in next year though? Is this somebody uh... you like? Are are you a Grisham backer? He's I've, got avid fans.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've kind of, I was a Grisham backer coming into last season. I and, and in early one or
0: nineteen, you mean? Sorry, in uh, twenty,
1: in coming into twenty twenty. Okay. Okay. Um, and and I uh and I was kind of big on him early in draft season, but ended up fading him uh, as we kind of gotten deeper because the price was just just got so ridiculous. I mean he's, that's what I'm
0: saying. His backers are through the roof. Like, yeah. He, you know Alex Chamberlain out there paying people to draft him, mm-hmm. which is weird. Yep. Even if he's not in their draft. He's and like, the
1: next guy please, we're going to talk about. That's a really, that was a really draft, good transition.
0: Yeah, great segue here. We're still popping off our segues late in the season. Josh Rojas. He he goes up to people and says, oh, you're in a draft right now? Here's $10. Draft Grisham and Rojas 100 picks above ADP. And they, and they just do it for him. And I would, too, because I love Alex. Yeah. Alex is you know what? Uh, why? Why wouldn't you just do that for him if he asked? Uh, but our boy Rojas, I like Rojas quite a bit too. I I, I would say I share I share that Rojas Me love well. with him. So the three of us are all big on him. And he was going off very recently. In fact, um, like coming out of the coming out of his injury, uh, he was hurt right out of the All Star break. And then uh didn't return till August 10th. When he first got back, though that first like week plus was amazing. But even including that, like keep all of that, just go since August 10th. He's at a 705 OPS with just one homer and zero steals in that time. Uh, he has a 261 average, and it was built up off of those first handful of games. By the way, heel did get through six, so that's actually a pretty impressive start for one that started so poorly. Uh, but the last 20 games for Rojas, he's hitting a Hot 162, and that's what's really driving the concerns right now with Josh Rojas. He's playing because why wouldn't Arizona let him just play through it? Do you want to let him play through it on your fantasy team?
1: Not in a particularly – I mean, there's been no stolen base attempts. Um, He only has one home run since returning on August 10th.
0: Yeah, and no, no attempts, like you said, on, on the bases. Yeah,
1: and so it's just – it's I, I love Josh Rojas, and this will be a guy that I am all over coming to next year. He's going to have Same. second outfield and shortstop eligibility. Um, And then in Yahoo Leagues, his potential for him to gain third-base eligibility. Okay. But if there's no power, if there's no speed – like, he's hitting 261, which is, is fine. Like, that's fine, but – Yeah. Empty crappy batting average Like <laughs> I don't want it Um so yeah I, I'm gonna Move on and uh and Go uh go Get someone but this is Chris Taylor Like for the, next the next season. Chris Taylor yeah this yeah. is the next uh, Chris Taylor
0: right lootly And uh me you And Alex I, I'm gonna speak for Alex I think he'll Still be bought in I don't think anything That's happening this year even the uh, Late season fade is enough to push Him off and so I think we'll all be ready to go again next year with the uh, with the Chris Taylor love. Or, I mean, no, with, with the C- uh, Josh Rojas love.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, I definitely want to do a little bit deeper dive, though, because all of a sudden, like he's he's hitting a lot of ground balls in this month. Uh, the hard contact is gone.
0: Well, do you recall what the injury was? I'm I don't to off the top. Of my wonder head. if it was if it was uh, if it's lingering, if it's if it's causing some of this hangover here. Although, like I said, when he first got back from injury, dislocated he was so pinky. Good. Oh, that's right, that's right, from sliding. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think it would be cause. Now it might be the reason he's not running as much because he doesn't want to mm-hmm, slide yeah. in and, and jam it again, but. I don't think it would necessarily hamper the hitting as much, especially because, like I said, when he first got off the IL, his first uh, 10 games back, he was hitting 459 with a 1203 OPS for Rojas. So, look, I love the positional flexibility. I'm a big fan of the player, but I think right now you can move on without incident because he's just not he's just not delivering anything. Okay, Uh, that was our last hitter. Now we have five pitchers. Let's start with Taiwan Walker here. I love Taiwan Walker. It's no it's no secret. I think everyone knows that. Um, but it has been it's been a tough go. He had a great season. Was he an All-Star as well? He was. So yeah, I, we did have multiple All-Stars here. I could, couldn't quite remember everyone who made it. And for the full season, you're going to look at it and say, "Oh, you know, 4.29 ERA, 119 WHIP. You're not too displeased with how that's been going." But this was somebody who had a sub three ERA. He had a 266 going into the All Star break. So if you just take his second half, he's at a 738. And the big issue, Justin, he's become a home run machine. He has allowed 17 homers in 10 starts in the second half. Do you want to guess how many homers he allowed in 17 first half starts? Who?
1: I'm going to guess something like. Six. You're gonna guess a perfect number. You are you genius. I you know, I mean that, that was actually a really good guess.
0: It really was, dude. Yeah. You crushed it. Yeah. So yeah, it goes from six sometimes I'm 17. way off on of those things. So I'm impressed. Uh, you impress n- you myself, never know, right? It's yeah. like uh, I don't know, uh 14. No, no, six. Uh but you nailed that one. So six in seventeen starts to seventeen in ten starts. And the crazy part is that first start out of the all-star break for Walker, he allowed five, run, six runs, five of them earned in a third of an inning and didn't even allow a homer in, in, in that start. Like he just got blown up without homers. So since then, you can lop that one off and say the last nine starts has where the uh, is where the 17 homers mm-hmm. have been confined to. You just can't have success with that. Now, part of that is the schedule. You got Toronto, Atlanta, trip to Philly, back-to-back Dodgers, the Giants and then the Yankees there uh, with only Pittsburgh, Washington and a Miami mixed in there. Um, and the only Pittsburgh was homerless in, in in that. The other ones, the other two teams got homers. So. It's bad. Um, and as much as I love Walker with this issue right now, I think I'm out.
1: I think you have to be. I mean, if you just look at the last four starts, he has six home runs in 22 innings, uh, you know, given up 17 earned runs in those 22 innings. Uh, it, is not you know is maybe one of those situations where he's just starting to tire. We, I mean, a lot of guys are starting to you know wear down and struggle towards the end of a season. But we have to remember, like he only threw one inning in 2019 before the 53 innings in 2020. And he only threw 13 innings in 2018. So, like, this is a guy who's missed a lot of time and really ramped up this year. Yep. So, it's it's not surprising he's starting to tire uh, quite a bit and, and struggle. So, uh, it, it seems that straightforward
0: to you, right? Then that, that yeah. it is just fatigue.
1: Yeah. I think this is just, I think it's fatigue. Um, and I think it's just time to kind of cut bait, move on, and, you know, go after the next guy who can kind of take you through the home stretch.
0: Yeah. I think so, too. Um, it's rough too, because I lo- I love Taiwan, but mm-hmm. th- this has been brutal. This
1: hey, this has just- been a huge year for him to come back. Like this has been great for him. You know, I mean, considering the previous three seasons, you know, he had sixty seven total innings combined. You know, in those three seasons total, like to throw one hundred and forty four and two thirds this year is is huge. So uh, he'll be a fun guy to kind of pinpoint and target for next season. But I think uh, he's he's definitely going to be a guy that. I don't think people are going to be falling over themselves to draft, but I I think I'm going to be grabbing as like an SP six or seven.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fully. And obviously I'm not, I'm not jumping off board there with my boy Taiwan. Um, and I don't think there's a ton of fans out there. So I agree with you. The price will not be off the charts. I think, uh, I think we can get him. you know, the crazy part, he was seven and three going into the all-star break. He's seven and nine. <laughs> the only decisions he's had have been all losses.
1: No, that's because the Mets have sucked too.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 he's played a role, but uh, they have not helped at mm-hmm. all. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Taiwan Walker. We'll talk about one of his teammates again in a moment, but let's talk about Hunjin Ryu. And I mentioned this to you. Um, this the bummer for the Jays, because you look and and they're still fighting tooth and nail to try to get this wild card spot, despite so many great things happening for them. and I, I know they now have one of the spots. But um, they have a plus 167 run differential. You'd think that they could be leading the division. They're nine games back for crying out loud, and they have nothing guaranteed. Mainly because the emergence of Robbie Ray has simply replaced Ryu. He, they've they've freaky Friday'd each other basically. Um, Ray has been Ryu, and Ryu's kind of doing a re- not not fully, but you know what I mean. Like his performance has been such that he's basically. Uh, been pretty mediocre S- and not even mediocre lately 610 ERA and six homers allowed in his last 31 innings I, sp- I cite those homers because it's uh, not something that usually happens with with Hunjin Ryu here's the interesting thing he's getting bombed out every once in a while it's not consistent trouble which I think is why I'm going to lean toward holding him but you look six and a third innings, four runs. That's a passable start. Seven scoreless, seven earned against the White Sox. Three earned in five and two thirds against Baltimore. Not too bad. Six scoreless at New York. You love that. But then seven earned at home uh, uh, in Baltimore and two and a third, uh, including two homers there. And you said, speaking of Robbie Ray, that he was he was suggesting maybe some shenanigans in Baltimore with regards to uh Ryu and a couple others getting beat up there what was going on with that yeah before he, we get into your answer on Ryu sorry
1: yeah ray got beat by a few home runs in his last start uh and he he made a comment about baltimore uh you know that it's interesting that baltimore doesn't swing at his slider um they are they only only were swinging at his fastball and so i think he was inferring that they were they were stealing signs um mm. In, like,
0: the normal, like, the standard way, or in a nefarious way?
1: It, it feel it felt nefarious the way he said it. But he was just um, hinting. As but he was just hinting. To... He didn't, like, straight up say, Well, they're stealing my signs or anything. He's, uh, but, uh, you know, so it was a little bit interesting. I don't know how much I buy it. Um, I think it was just, you know, they just. Did he
0: get hit there, too? Did, yeah, he did. Did Ray get hit?
1: Mm-hmm. I can't remember how bad it was, but I can see. I'm pulling it up right uh, now while you, uh,
0: uh, so, so what about Ryu then where, where like if you put any credence into that Baltimore and maybe give him a pass for that the fact that he's been up and down like I said I'm leaning toward keeping him because of the fact that he's been up and down yeah Ray by the way four and a third three runs two homers at Baltimore mm-hmm. uh, that qualifies as a god-awful start for him because of how but one of them Cedric Mullins
1: home runs so it's like you know Yes, you've been a god, but when you're going up against another god, sometimes they're going to get better. You know, the better god, god
0: versus god, you yeah. just never know. You're right. Yeah, that's exactly. fair. So, uh, but yeah, I'm inclined to hold Ryu here just because there have still been good starts. What, what about you? Where do you come out?
1: I am. I'm probably going to hold, just because I know what the upside is. But I mean, there are definitely some concerning things happening. I mean, he his ERA in the second half is 5.03. Uh, and mm, you don't love like what the remaining schedule is, is
0: likely to be. Uh, and I'm gonna just well, double check, let's, check yeah,
1: let's, what it uh, is.
0: Uh, before I got, I got the probables pulled up here, I can at least get this week that he's gonna be facing Minnesota for Ryu. Mm, okay,
1: no, then I'm not as that one's not terrible. But yeah. what?
0: If, uh, let me see. what I just figured
1: they're there. they're playing division opponents down the stretch. So true.
0: Always concerning for uh, East guy, East, And then Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay.
1: So, I guess I'm not super worried about either of those starts necessarily. Um, yeah, I think I'm probably holding. Um, I, I do wonder how much of this is him tiring down the stretch, too. I mean, this is a guy who, uh, you know, has had injury history, mm-hmm. you know, in, uh, issues uh, throughout his career. I mean, he's only gone over, you know, 150 innings four times in, in his career in the majors. So you wonder, like, how much of this is, you know, going from 67 innings to 157 innings. Um, and he's just kind of wearing down a little bit uh, and fatigued a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm probably holding on to you. But if you're in, like, a 10 or a 12, like, I can understand wanting to just kind of cut bait and move on.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Especially if you're in those like head-to-head, you know, leagues. If you're in the playoffs and stuff like that, man, those those bad starts just crush you.
0: It can be so so devastating. Let's just speed round these last three here because we are up against time crunch that uh, was unexpected, poor planning on my fault on my part here. Aaron Nola, Carlos Carrasco, Kyle Gibson. I know Kyle Gibson. You're going to say he could have a 50 ERA. Nola, where are you at on him right now?
1: I know people are really concerned. I've gotten a lot of questions about whether I'm dropping Aaron Nola, but I'm just I'm just not ready to do it. He's just too talented of a pitcher.
0: Same, same. Um, and then I mentioned that we would be talking about Taiwan's teammate, Carlos Carrasco. He does have a 522 ERA in his last calendar month, but a 106 whip um not in that time but if you lop off the most the the oldest of those starts it was a six earned run ugly one but in his last five he's been pretty good uh, there, so I'm I'm inclined to keep him. What about you with Carrasco?
1: Yeah, I think I'm keeping him as well.
0: He's at least going five innings every start. It gives you a chance to win games. Yeah, he he's really he's really gotten going since that since that really ugly outing. And then Kyle Gibson, um, another All Star. So our, our third All Star here. He has a 4.60 ERA, 138 WHIP with Philly. He's kind of come back to earth with them he's his he's him his standard self i would say which means he's a streamer for me so if you find somebody you want to cut him for i'm okay with it i'm not bending over to keep him
1: yeah i'm writing out this two start uh week this week and then i'm gonna make a decision but if he if he doesn't have two at least two decent starts i'm probably
0: cutting him this after this Cause, week because yeah he gets the cubs tomorrow and then at the mets who've been struggling i need to see something as well i agree with you otherwise well he does get pit pittsburgh after that so it is it's hard to cut probably just gonna roll with him then for a little bit (laughs) yeah yeah me too um all right justin that's what we're doing with the uh with the hold folder there's some guys you can definitely move on from don't be afraid to to cut guys that you've been riding all year though because you got to get guys that are playing well right now friday we'll go over the uh the weekend streamers again until then talk to you later take it easy